Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Strange Darkling. So I am your host Kazi Alexia and today is going to be about performing. So is this actually a performance or is this going to be a showstopper? So throughout the years, um, personally speaking, we've hired many of different artists to come to our goth industrial events. Um, everything from shibari to freak out artists. We've had clowns, we've had performers, everything from fire hula hooping and eating to body fire to a girl grinding a metal belt off of her. Uh, just normal weird things. And so being a performer myself, um, I do hula hooping and poi LED shows as well as fire. But I've also done performances in bars and events, clubs, shows, stuff like that, festivals all around. And it does not matter what type of performer you are. It's the fact that you either have to be in the zone in the game, especially if you're doing anything with a prop manipulation or just props in general that you have to have it set up, you have to have it lined, you have to have it ready to go. And so there are some things that can either make or break a performance. So I have been a personal witness to these as well as other people I know. Some of the things are, especially if we're performing for a larger crowd. So one of the things that can make it is making sure your gear is up, it's ready, it's set to go. Um, if you're using fire, all of your safety equipment's on the side. If you're just doing LED stuff, making sure that your hoops light up, your gear has batteries and whatever else it needs. If you're doing anything with larger props like inversion tables or anything that has to do with like uh, crowds and products, make sure those are set and equipped as well. So some of the things that I've seen that can actually break a performance would be faulty equipment. So I'm not going to say that I'm innocent in that factor as well. Uh, I remember doing a performance with one of my friends, we were doing candle wax pouring upside down on an inversion table for a fairly large group and her original model never made it. So I've not done that in years. By the time she asked me, it had been a long while, at least a good five years before that. So we just randomly impromptu, thank goodness it went all right. We had a second hand that knew what they were doing. They were able to assist us, but sometimes there are times when we've done inversion and the equipment's not on properly. I've slid out of the bottom. There's been times with my hula hoop where I've put the batteries in and everything, but I didn't realize the batteries were dead. And so that can really ruin a show. Also, another thing that can help, can help a show succeed really well is crowd participation. So we actually have the fringe happening here and we have everything from people who do rope darts to clowns to circus arts performers, people selling stuff, shops like that. And a lot of those people actually do uh, large scale performing, um, belly dancing, travel dancing, stuff like that. But when a crowd is actually there and together and they put their little pylons down to mark off the do not go into zone because that's their dancing area or their performance area and respecting it, creating the small crowd that's around it so you guys can watch the show, maybe have your children set off to the side and you know stuff like that is absolutely amazing. 
So that way it helps a lot, uh, especially while we're trying to get our bearings and gear, you know, and make sure that we have everything safe. Uh, we do have some clowns who put chainsaws on their nose and their face and yes these chainsaws are live and they're active or they're ladder jugglers and they have two tall ladders that they kind of rope around jump around and so when we have that designated area roped off we don't want you to enter it and when you form your circle around it have everybody you need outside of it we do love crowd participation we love cheering we love it when you egg us on to do more because we actually do a better performance that way knowing that there is people who are interested in what we're doing but some of the things that can stop a show from a participant's view would be if you're cutting across the barrier if you are unnecessarily in it like we will pull volunteers from the crowd on our shows and it will be great um we especially like to choose children depending on what the act is because sometimes it has to be an adult for liability reasons but we'll even try and engage into the crowd to get you guys to cheer to be loud to go with us but one of the things that can happen is when the crowd is not paying attention, there's people just running through our barriers. I mean, I do understand that you have children. Sometimes some of the stuff we do has flashing lights or it's really fun and colorful and they want to touch it. But if a small child runs into our show, especially when we're playing with fire, that could put a quick end to it. Um, also, another thing is the older patrons and alcohol. So this is actually a huge problem that a lot of performers, it doesn't matter if you're doing it outside, inside, club setting, alcohol-free zone, um, we still end up getting a lot of drunk, intoxicated people who come into the middle of our shows and they try to be funny or they try to grab the items or they're just generally kind of being annoying. And the reason I say that is it's hard for us, first of all, to be out there and dealing with the crowd, making sure all of everything is going correct. You know, we're not throwing fire at the crowd or uh, if we're doing knife throwing or something like that and making sure that we're within the lines and then having people coming into our lines itself and screwing things up. There was, I have a memory of last year actually, and there was this guy who was doing a performance. So he was a clown and he was doing some fire juggling and stuff like that, fire eating as part of his act. And so this drunk guy who you could tell was drunk, completely falling over hammered, uh, he decided to go into the middle of the show and try to grab the fire eating torches out of the clown's hands so of course there was a couple of us who were standing by uh keep in mind i don't know this guy i was not part of his show but i definitely did jump in there and so did a few others to kind of get this drunk guy away from it and so i mean that ruined the performance that also ruined the vibe for it the clown was very very mad that somebody came in and grabbed a lit torch out of his hand while it was a couple inches from his face. So you can imagine how he would be a little upset for that. And as being part of the crowd, we do ask that you respect us and our boundaries. 
Um, like a lot of performers throughout time, uh, we have outfits, we have different styles of what we need for what we're doing. So belly dancers is a prime example. Um, they have the flashy bras, they have the jingly belts, um, their outfits may be a little bit smaller to show off the body movements of what they're doing. And there is times where they are actually over-sexualized by the crowd. I've heard numerous comments of the girls, you know, pulling out the sword, balancing it on their heads, shaking their body a certain way because that's the, how the dance entails. And guys are like, oh, you know, take it off and making, I shouldn't say that, it's not just guys, people in general, but they're like making sexually lewd comments. Um, there's performers who have to wear one-piece bodysuits because their art requires it and they need it because of various reasons or it just looks flashy. And they've had so many comments everything including yeah that glitter suit would look better on my floor or oh can i get that in my size no well then can i borrow yours like just stupid things that don't need to be said yet people do and that can also stop the energy and the vibes from a performance and a show and stop it all together um working in clubs and bars especially so i've done circus shows inside clubs where i'm actually on a high-rise platform and i have my led hula hoops or poi or whatever i'm working with at the time and i've had people come up and try to grab my hula hoop while it is moving in mid-swing while i'm performing a trick don't touch me just because i am being paid to be part of the ambience does not mean that gives you full permission to touch me. I don't care how much intoxicants are in your system. We are not objects for you to play with. We are humans that are here to make the scenery better for you to enjoy yourself for something in the background, to watch if you are not dancing or talking with your friends, whatever it is. Please refrain from touching us. Please refrain from making lewd comments. Um, these are some things that actually do bother a lot of us performers and I know it bugs me a lot. So when I'm working in bars, I'm, because I'm female, I'm wearing booty shorts, fishnets, small, tiny top, you know, a little bralette, whatever it is. And I've had guys make rude gestures. I've had females even make rude, obnoxious comments about, oh, I should go eat something or go do this or... And it's like, why are you just being a terrible human? And that could actually stop a show. It actually discourages a lot of new people, especially if it's their first show and they're getting such negative reactions. And that can cause a lot of promises and show stopping for us to just not want to be there and not want to do it again. And somebody will have to hire new acts. Um, but on the positive side, there is a lot of things that have been really amazing, uh, especially for the show and aspect side. A lot of promoters who hire us actually have been quite amazing. Um, they seek us out through social media or anything like that, and they'll hire us on the spot. Uh, the pay is normally a lot better than you would assume, but you're also putting in a lot of extra talents and efforts into it. And so that is awesome. There are some patrons who make it worthwhile. Now, I'm not saying everybody is terrible and bad because if they were, we still wouldn't be doing it. But 
every once in a while we get those customers or patrons who are just worthwhile who absolutely love us and they will call out of their way to comment about it wait till our show is over and be like hey your show is amazing you know if we're on the street or anything like that hey your my kid loved your performance oh thank you for having my kid participate and a lot of us feel like that is the reason that we do it that is one of the reasons we're in this gig is to make others feel fantastic about it and it doesn't matter what your art is it doesn't matter how you look in your art um just have respect for everybody especially somebody who is putting their heart and soul in front of you and don't beat it up don't go and step on it because you didn't like something about the show just walk away if you have really really lewd or rude comments to make to the person because you find them sexually attractive or you just think you're being funny don't shut up zip your mouth because nobody wants to hear from that all the time us performers we do get um a lot of social media inboxes and stuff as well and people will be like oh hey i saw you performing at this event or this club or wherever we're going and they're like yeah you're really good and you're really hot can i take you home can I go buy you a beer somewhere it's like you know we're not really here for that thank you for the offer but just not something we're interested in but on the positive kind of notes of it I definitely want to talk to all the performers out there and one biggest thing I've always seen is gear failure so I know I talked about this earlier in the segment um, but make sure you test your gear before you go to the venue. If you have a full routine with multiple items, check every single item back and forth. So I have a story that comes to mind recently. I'm not going to mention any names, but I was throwing an event a while ago and we had an artist come up who borrowed gear from another group that's in the same genre that they do and the gear broke mid-stage so that was kind of a big no-no about five minutes into the show they went to go and use the gear itself put some weight on it and it snapped out from underneath them one thing i want to say is please when you're doing a show come to the event early check all your gear maybe even do a couple of practice throughs uh 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 wouldn't that be great um, making sure that you can have everything ready to go. Your makeup's in tip-top shape. You've checked your rope. You've checked your machines. You've checked your everything and your the thousand times you need to check it to make sure that it is correct so you can do this performance properly and without a hitch. So even if you need to come in, warm up, do practice rounds, personally as somebody who throws the events and works at the clubs, I can safely say I love it when my performers come in early, even like an hour before the bar opens, and they're doing a run through like three times, four times. Yeah, okay, we'll throw your music on for you. We have to do sound check anyways. Might as well kill two birds with one stone, right? And so that is my show for today. Uh, it is a little bit shorter than normal. But I'm kind of getting slightly pressed for time as we have to get everything prepared and ready for Emotion Music and Arts Festival that's coming up 
shortly. So thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys enjoyed the show and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Strange Darklings. I'm your host, Kazi Alexiel, and hope you guys have a good weird night.